Hello everyone, good morning once again. So I'm coming to you all the way from the throne of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. And um, I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes. And I pray that um, his word will bring forth much fruit in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So um, we learned yesterday that... Um, God separated the man from the woman so that we would all be able to fully express God's essence in a unique form. Uh, we learned that um, no single creature can um, fully express that wide essence of God. But it is only God who by himself is able to express his whole nature to us. It is only he himself that can manifest his wisdom all by himself, manifest his great power all by himself, manifest his understanding, his glory. He is the only one who can do all that. But then when it comes to his creatures, he has um, separated all these things. He has divided all these things. He has shared it amongst all of us so that we will all um, come, we'll all be able to um you know like express god in our own measure okay and we learned that um in genesis chapter 2 when god firstly made man the bible says that and when he created man um it was later that he caused man to, to sleep and he brought out that woman out of man so just like god is Singly represented as both male and female because the Bible tells us that he made um, him. He, um, um, the Bible says that, like, um, he made him male and female, made he them in his own likeness that he is as male and female. Um, he made man also, um, that male and female, but later he um, separated that woman part from male so that no man is able no man can stand up and say that um as me i'm not sure of which sex i am i feel much inclined as a woman no no no, no. you are wrong and, and you are a liar okay it is satan that is shouting into your ears because god has separated that part god has made man okay to express and the manly part of God and God has made woman to express the womanly part of God. The Bible tells us that God is a, is a fully, is a much breasted, fully breasted God. That is the aspect of the woman. Okay, no man can say that he's fully breasted. No, it's only a woman that can say that. But when the two come together in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, when a man leaves his father and his wife and he cleaves onto his wife, that is when they become that one flesh part of God. So that one flesh, because they were originally one inside of him. Originally, they were one. But for God to manifest his full glory, his full image, his full self, he had to separate everybody so that we that we are so inadequate beings or creatures we can be able to express god as we are but then when we come when a man and woman come together then they are to express that one part of him so this is indeed a great mystery that paul testifies to in ephesians chapter 5 verse 32 okay so the oneness between a man and his wife has been in existence since god's existence okay so god made marriage a man and his wife to be one flesh to be like him a man and a woman will be like him two men cannot be like god two women cannot be like god it's a man and a woman that 
are like God. Adam and Eve to be one flesh. Male and female created he them. That's the institution of marriage being established. Okay. So God blessed them and God said unto them in Genesis chapter 128, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish. And God saw everything he had made and behold, it was good. He blessed that one people and said, be fruitful and multiply. Just as he, the one male and the one female came together within himself to produce a son. So in the same way, he blessed the one male and the one female that they should go out and produce after their kind. Okay, so God saw everything, including the marriage, and it was very good that he had done it in the way that he did. It was good that he had made the male and the female and then it was good that he had blessed them and it was good that he had caused them to reproduce after their kind. In fact, it pleased him that man and woman should exist. Okay, The marriage between male and female was not only good before God, but it was very good. Okay, So God blessed the male and he blessed the female and he said to them that they should one be fruitful Two, they should multiply, they should replenish the earth, fill the entire earth. So I call the LGBTQ a beast, and, and, and it is a beast because it is that antichrist fighting against this desire of God. Now, how possible can two men be fruitful? How possible can two women multiply? How possible can two men replenish the earth? So this is actually like a clear indication of the war against God. So one spirit against marriage, another spirit against marriage is that spirit of the LGBTQ+. This is not the only weapon that Satan is using against marriages. Okay, there are other weapons, but this weapon is gradually creeping into marriages by redefining marriage. Please, marriage is the one ma one male and female thing. It is not two males. It is not two females. What is being stated is that the devil did not create. And my point is that the devil did not create marriage, so he has no right to redefine it. Marriage and its terms have been explicitly outlined in the Bible. There is no other place to find the definition of marriage. Okay, um, marriage can never be the union of same sexes. That is not marriage. That is some two friends who have sworn loyalty to each other. And that is definitely not marriage. Satan can never redefine marriage. God instituted it and he alone has the power and the right to redefine it. Let us leave those two friends to swear loyalty to each other. And when they die, let there be none to inherit them. According to Acts chapter 1 verse 20, let their habitation be desolate and let none dwell within. Now, there is actually, um, um, this, is, this is actually like why and there's an urgent call to all believers to marry in the garden and produce after their very kind, after their own kind. When Cain moved away from the presence of God, he produced after the kind that is not of the presence of God. But when you stay in the presence of God, you produce after your very kind, okay? So um, we need to, to, to stay in the presence of God and produce after our kind. 
never ever giving the devil the chance to adopt offsprings okay of believers never ever but staying in the presence of god and growing the family in the presence of god to be who god wants them to be not to go outside the presence of god and go and have offsprings that satan will come and adopt later and you know take them for themselves and then by the time we realize we are in sodom and gomorrah a man comes in seeking refuge from lot and men are wanting to have sex with that man no but then we'll be in the presence of god whereby we will raise children after the order of god believers should stand up for god and stand up for jesus christ now how do we do this so we marry from the garden and we stay there Okay, marriage is a union of two selfless individuals whose aim is to promote the cause of Christ no matter what it takes. It is staying on the cross despite the shame and abuse just to please the Father. It is forgetting about our desires and saying, Father, let your will be done. Marriage is actually about two selfless individuals whose hearts beat for Christ and everything about him, thereby standing together in daily intercession for his rulership to be established upon the earth. I'd like to end here today. And God willing, I'll continue tomorrow. I pray that his word that we have heard today will keep us. His word will guide us. And then he himself will cause his face to shine upon us. I pray that M God will help his word to grow in our hearts. And I pray that we'll be blessed. We'll stay blessed. And have a blessed day because you are blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Have a blessed day. Amen.